do women fully occupy the internet today this question has been raging and somehow no one can map the answer 100% on either side of the argument yes there are vocal women there are women who love making videos in between their house shows women professionally owning the internet women who get inspired every day yet there is a very dark side to this hard won freedom women enjoy it scales strata classes and caste but a particular gender like all good things patriarchal has been bearing the brunt the problem before us is large both in terms of numbers and the sheer layers that cover it in fact the nuances differ on a case by case basis and i find it particularly discerning to draw conclusions by blanket policies and actions however center for social research has taken a keen notice of this issue true to their ethos we have seen mobilization and activation in this direction under their project digital citizenship and civic participation for gender equality without further ado i would like to invite jyoti on this podcast episode of today to begin this very imperative conversation welcome jyoti welcome to the csr podcast hi kanika thanks for having me great so uh before like as we begin i think our listeners would be very keen to understand the project your role in it and how and why will this project be implemented in the first place yeah so i would start by um, taking an example okay. so there is this girl that we uh, have closely been associated as an organization for a long time because her father uh, happens to work for center for social research her okay. name is ifat now ifat was exposed to our um, skill training program which is a virtual uh, online skill training program that has that we are imparting to um, the youth especially girls free of cost and that enables them to uh, upgrade their skill set and get uh, placed so if it um, was uh, li- like the family was struggling with the fact that she was of marriageable age and uh, she did not want to get married and she got exposed to our skill training program and now is uh, like certified and placed in a very good organization earning for herself making a career for herself Mm-hmm. the point i'm trying to make here is if its friends like her peers were not exposed to this skill training program most of them are married or sitting at home waiting to get married mm-hmm. so this is uh, her exposure to an opportunity was uh, a big enabler in breaking the cycle of early marriage of uh, inequality in our society so the point again i'm trying to make here is that as the project that we are working on uh, is about uh, training the youth especially a especially the women on nuances of safety uh, while staying online to access the opportunities and the possibilities that the online world has to offer got it got it and uh, this project essentially entails uh, could you also talk to us in terms of numbers like how many women are we targeting and uh, what is your role in the project if i may we plan to train at least um, 10000 women by the end of this project mm-hmm. and in turn like in and the beneficiaries are their families and their communities so that number is much larger of course of course and 10000 is a pretty impressive number to start with now as a civil society organization you of course felt a need to start conversations in the direction but 
tell me the very first few bottlenecks that you faced like you mentioned the story of ifat and it's a great story uh but did you find that women were not forthcoming and uh, did they have very serious questions about their safety so the first initial bottlenecks in the program so like um all programs as the civil society organization that we face bottleneck from our perspective uh, was a general acceptance of the situation hmm. society just accepts that women uh, get left behind and so our efforts were directed towards making stakeholders sit up and take notice not just policy makers and guardians but also the women themselves right. to not just accept the lost opportunities and we are actually very grateful that we found a huge supporter in twitter india i'm sure yeah they one of the largest spaces that women actually want to be vocal in and we have them on board as uh, one of your supporters so of course it helps now um do you think that our judiciary legal and state need to do more in this direction to give a sense that this hatred isn't institutionalized especially over the last few years we've seen no attempts by the government to trample this hate what more do you suggest that could be done on a rather urgent basis i would like to take another example of this woman this can be anyone you and i know hmm. and i'm sure this this example will re- resonate with most of us so she was harassed and like any other human being this got under her skin she had two options here if she was trained in the safety nuances that we work on hmm. she would know that she can control her online experiences and the other option was where she would shut down her online self altogether and leave the digital world or the online platforms that she was on so what happens here is that she also shuts down a whole world of options and free, and the freedom to choose it takes us many steps back that is what we are trying to prevent with this project the bottom line is that women hold the power to control their online experiences without getting overwhelmed for this also we have a we work very closely with a mental health professional um as a mentor to women hmm. and where we work on their digital and online well-being where we guide them on not just safety tools and mechanisms of staying safe but uh, for the tips and um, nuances of taking care of their mental health and digital well-being while interacting with the online world interesting and does the program also address physical safety that arises from this digital harassment how do you intend to work upon empowering women to be more aware of their legal rights seeking protection etc when it comes to their personal safety you are right when it comes to online threats they can easily translate to physical safety issues we are not just training women to control their experiences but we are also educating the youth on positive online encounters and experiences Mm-hmm. so i would like to explain this in easier terms and say that the uh, the trolls and the harassers or the bullies are getting an education in positive communication the future trolls and the future bullies uh, so to say mm-hmm. even even if they can't see hear or touch the other person it is still a real person that they are interacting with this is a very important education that the youth or the next generation or everyone needs to go through so we are creating a better future for uh, everyone who is online also we direct the women to helplines where they can report physical threats who will assist them and then get them through it for example ncw and we have an entire helpline um, manual that we share with the, the women 
and if you or anyone you know is uh, and this i'm saying to anyone who's listening to this if you or anyone you know is being threatened online you can contact us and we provide free of cost legal and other consultation that's that's actually great to begin with um now coming from the same point can i uh, move about the network online activism now there are movements like hashtag me too then there are farmer protests these have been seen and been led by women who sometimes avoid being the face of it even if it directly impacts them and it's directly driven by them sometimes this also leads to the dilution of the cost cause but a lot of times this is majorly because of their personal safety now how does this project address this problem safety has always been on the top of the mind of everyone society guardians women themselves but i think you are forgetting that the hashtag me too movement and also our women's reservation bill campaign or the movement is led by women and exactly. what makes it really strong is that it is vehemently supported by all women across the board in our training workshops we talk about these movements in depth but we also um, and we also remind the students that are not all campaigns go viral or like every time they raise but every time they raise their voice it does get registered somewhere mm-hmm. why not look it at look at it uh, this way if you if the first me too tweet had not been made because the woman was scared do you think sexual harassment awareness especially at the workplace would have gained this momentum the point is that when we uh, when we believe in a change when we strongly believe in something that the society needs and you take the first step and speak up you would be really surprised at the flood of support you will receive which the me too movement or the wrb or the lahuka lagan campaign has displayed for all of us very very clearly mm-hmm. bottom line with this pro, uh, with this project what we are trying to educate and train the youth is that one it is possible to control your experiences online you can stay safe while being able to access the opportunities and the plethora of opportunities that the digital world has to offer all right thank you jyoti i think this has been an absolutely crispy closure and introduction to the program uh, we will be getting back with all the other details and some interviews with our mentors on this uh, particular channel um thank you again jyoti for joining us today thank you kanika thank you for helping us get our message across <laughs>